What's popping, y'all? My name is Phyllis McKenzie, and welcome to Caroline Podcast. If you love the expression of creativity in visual, performing, literary, and culinary arts, then this is the podcast for you. So subscribe and follow our social media pages through the link in the description and be part of the family. Now, let's dive in into today's episode. And we are back with a new episode here at Care Life Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. Please hit that subscribe button or follow button, depending on where you're listening us from. Drop a like, drop a comment, drop a rating, drop a review. It's much appreciated. My name is Suez McKenzie, and this is I Read Hamlet Part 2, so you don't have to. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to Part 1, it's the previous audio or video that right on YouTube so basically what we did in part one was a summary of half of the play by Shakespeare Hamlet and part two is basically a continuation so sit back grab your coffee grab your popcorn or whatever you're doing just stop sit down listen because this part is going to be super duper interesting hope you follow us on social media as well I love to see your comments love to see your likes Get engaged right there at Podcast by Kenzie, either on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get started. So here's a recap of part one for anybody who hasn't listened to the part one yet. So we meet Hamlet's father, Hamlet Senior, who suddenly dies and Hamlet's mother, Gertrude, almost immediately marries his uncle Claudius, which is Hamlet's senior's brother. And Claudius takes over as king of Denmark, even though technically it should have been Hamlet. And Hamlet grieves and wishes everything would just end, which, spoiler, eventually it does for him. But then his father's ghost appears to him and begs him to take revenge on his ma- on his mother and uh, that his uncle Claudius was the one who did commit the crime and Hamlet isn't so sure about all this so he pretends to be insane blah 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 and breaks up with his girlfriend Ophelia and that is where we got to and today's episode on part two we dive into the part that I call the plot so this is the last half of uh, Hamlet the play which is a very 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 long play and um, basically Hamlet's plot is what will he do in order to take revenge for his father's murder so we get to see what he does the challenges that he goes through and in the end if he actually does get to avenge his father so we see hamlet in part two and hamlet here hires a troop of players uh, a troop of players which are currently like theater actors but you remember in the past we never had an actual theater so they just moved in form of troops where you'll find they have an entire caravan of people who act and they memorize scripts they memorize plays they memorized all sorts of songs and then went from village to village town to town country to country just performing for basically anybody so hamlet hires a troop of players to put on a show that would make claudius feel guilty and admit what he did and basically he told this troop of players to enact his father's death so that's what they actually did this troop of players they set out a play where they have a man who gets murdered in what way he was 
poisoned through the ear which basically is what happened between Claudius and Hamlet's father and Claudius does get overwhelmed by the performance and flees the play and Gertrude summons Hamlet to her bedchambers where they have this very uncomfortably weird and intimate conversation until that moment when Hamlet hears a noise from behind the curtain and in that moment that seemed very predecided Hamlet stabs the curtain thinking it was Claudius who was hiding behind it only to realize it was Polonius and if you remember Polonius is Ophelia's father and Ophelia is now his current ex-girlfriend so Gertrude then proceeds to tell Hamlet to run away where he then sails off and there's death that follows him and storms and pirates till eventually he comes back only to find Ophelia had committed suicide by drowning herself in the river and that her brother Laertes is blaming Hamlet for her demise which actually it's true were it not for Hamlet then Ophelia wouldn't be so heartbroken and depressed and thus wouldn't have committed suicide but it was also not Hamlet's fault because if you remember like I said Hamlet really did love Ophelia but in order to ensure nobody suspected him he just had to pretend that he's gone mad and the only way to assure that he was actually really really mad and to convince all the townspeople was to also break up with Ophelia because what sane person would stay with a girlfriend right he was not a psychopath who was just pretending to be mad so Claudius then organizes a fencing match between Laertes and Hamlet poisoning Laertes sword you know in fencing you have this wobbly sword like thing so Claudius poisons the sword which Laertes has so that he would ensure Hamlet's death when it struck him but for extra precaution he also spiked Hamlet's wine with poison he's like trying to get rid of Hamlet so the uncle poisons the sword that would strike Hamlet and in case it doesn't he also poisons the wine so when the match is over he drinks the wine and boom he's dead and Hamlet is stabbed during the whole entire match but he also wounds Laertes but here's the twist while they're fencing and all that his mother Gertrude falls down dead after drinking Hamlet's wine it was like a whole entire plot twist so here is Claudius mastermind of the whole thing he's like oh Laertes will strike Hamlet Hamlet drops dead and if that doesn't work he'll drink his wine drops dead and nobody will find out whatever I know but it all just comes tumbling down because Laertes does struck Hamlet but Hamlet also strikes Laertes so these are two people who are down and dying but during this Gertrude also falls down dead almost immediately because he she drank the son's wine and she never knew that the wine was poisoned or else she couldn't have drank it so as everyone is dead and or dying Hamlet decide that that was the perfect moment the like the perfect moment to stab Claudius and all the Danes die except Horatio because obviously we need somebody to like tell the story in the end and it's weird because Hamlet had the entire time to murder his uncle he had that time during the play 
he had that time when he when the uncle was praying but he didn't want to do it because he thought that his soul would go straight to heaven because Claudius was mid prayer he also had that chance when he ran off to this pirate adventure he would have killed him then then fled or the day that he returned instead of doing anything else he would have gone first get rid of Claudius and then do something else but no during his last moment his last dying moment is when Hamlet decides to strike Claudius so here we are in a fencing match which Claudius thought that only one person would end up dead but we find out that all the Danes die except for Horatio which Horatio in the end says good night sweet prince and flights of angels sing thee to thy rest obviously he he had to be the one to say it you know like the last mark in every book but basically that's what Hamlet is all about it's just a super long play about a guy who does not make up his mind and once you read through like reading slowly through the story you realize that Hamlet is terrible at making up his mind and executing his ideas which ultimately like i said he ends up dead but also ends up killing his uncle so the play basically is about justice revenge and your place in the social order but it is known to historians that Hamlet was an original story from all Scandinavian tale. Can you imagine that? It, Hamlet was just not made up. It was an actual old tale from Scandinavia. And uh, this tale is all about this prince named Hamlet. Not Hamlet, but Hamlet. A-M-L-E-T. Hamlet, who sees his uncle murder his father. And then young Hamlet takes his time pretends to be crazy in order to trap his uncle into a false sense of security as soon as he's grown up Hamlet slaughters his uncle with his father's sword so you see that Shakespeare did actually make changes to the original story that is Hamlet in this part doesn't kill his uncle because he's too young and he doesn't see his uncle murder his father thus bringing in ambiguity which is actually Shakespeare's specialty. So, Hamlet, Prince of Denmark, is one of Shakespeare's most famous plays. And um, if you actually stretch back, it's tailed to be one of those that were constantly performed since its debut. And uh, the play is also very long, like I said, because you'll find that some theatrical productions of Hamlet have gone as much as six hours, you can imagine. A script that's almost or past six hours long and the general idea is that Shakespeare made the play super long only to please himself and he knew that theater troops would just make it shorter in a way that they wanted which it's true in the past that's what theater troops used to do they only used to take the entire script and then shorten it into the most important parts and master those parts perfect those parts and act out those parts so most of the stories were left out but this brings us to the fact that there are three versions of Hamlet yes there are three versions of Hamlet and uh, the first version is known as a quarto from the 1603 like I mentioned Hamlet was written in the 1600s and people are not quite sure when exactly it was written but uh, most people range 
the year between 1599 and 1602. They presume that's when Shakespeare wrote the story. So the first version of Hamlet, which is a quarto, was in 1603, which was probably based off Shakespeare's notes, often known as the bad quarto. And uh, you might think, is it the bad quarto because it was bad or it just didn't make any sense? No, it was just known as the bad quarto because it was terrible. It was a horrible version. And uh, historians believe that an actor, let's say, for example, someone with very few lines like Horatio or Marcellus, transcribed the first quarto from their memory. So basically, the scenes he was or she was in stage four, he remembered perfectly, but the others, not so much. And uh, I'll give you an example. You know the famous quote, to be or not to be, that is the question from Hamlet. Well, in the first quarto, that quote actually says, to be or not to be. That's the point. To die, to sleep. Is that all? You see, that's what I'm saying. It was terrible. To be or not to be, that is the question. Versus to be or not to be, that is the point. To die, to sleep, is that all? And uh, basically the second version and the third version, which is a quarter from 1604 and the folio edition from 1623 respectively, are basically similar. And uh, it's based on seeing the performances actually done on stage. So you'll see most of the people rely on the folio edition from 1623, which is, which is basically what we know today as Hamlet. But the first quarto from 1603, which is regarded as the most terrible version of Hamlet, Prince of Denmark, was uh, just regarded as a play from Shakespearean notes and that nobody knew exactly what they were doing. But that is it when it comes to Hamlet, a very confusing long play about injustice and revenge and a place in social order and about a main character who has a terrible time in making up his mind and uh, somebody who probably had ADHD, which is Hamlet, somebody who had a terrible childhood which was Hamlet as well had a very confusing upbringing Hamlet as well and uh, had a very depressing future which is still Hamlet as well and I hope you enjoyed this very short but bonus episode of Hamlet part 2 if you would like me to read and summarize and probably review any other Shakespearean books meet me here every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. PST but we will also be uploading bonus episodes randomly on random days. Just check out on social media at Podcast by Kenzie so you will be aware on when we are posting next. But don't forget to follow us or subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and also for my fellows in South America, hola, I see you, on iHeartRadio. And I hope to see you next time here at Care Life Podcast. My name is Phyllis McKenzie and I hope you have a fantastic rest of the week. Bye-bye.
and that will be it for this week if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcasting app especially apple podcast and share it with all your friends thank you so much for listening and remember creativity is intelligence having fun until next time hashtag pod rock